0: for our next guest and it looks like we've got damien on from underwines how are you this morning
1: i'm well mate thanks for having me
0: nah, it's great to have you on great to have you on and uh, i've got jill up in queensland as well how you doing so damien you came into my store what about three weeks ago and um i'd seen the wines on shelf and you told me some amazing stories. So let's just start out. So it's Damien Smith from Munda Wines. Let's just talk, what, what's Munda Wines? Let's talk about the brand for
1: a second. Yeah, sure. Well, Paulie should hopefully be jumping on soon yep. as well. Um, and uh, he's just doing some community coaching of basketball at the, mo- at the moment. So voice uh, uh, just probably running a little bit late. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Munda is Paulie's word. So Paulie is a Warungu and a Gugatha man. So... Um, If you're from a geography point of view, you know, you're talking far west coast of South Australia, Great Australian Bight, all the way down through Ceduna, Streaky Bay down to Elliston. That's um, Wurungu country, so sea people. Gugufa country sits behind that. So Gawla Ranges all the way up into Maralinga lands. So it's the same language group. Um, So if you look at uh, Indigenous Australia and the map of Indigenous Australia, you're talking about 500 different countries, 250 language groups. So Munda is Paulie's word for land or country. So relating that directly back to wine, it's effectively terroir. And that's that's really the essence of what we're trying to portray is a different element of terroir, but looking at it through a different lens. And if you look at our first one, the Ghana Country, Syrah, Ghana yep. Country, so McLaren Vale sits within Ghana Country and there's been you know people in Ghana Country for 45,000 years mm. and uh, McLaren Vale's yet to tick over 200 years. So it's just putting a very different lens on this amazing history that we have here in Australia. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, super important stuff and it's um, yeah, it's something that Jill and I don't have a lot of agency over. We discussed this before the, the show, but uh, I mean, Ooh. and this is why you're – this is why Mundo's out there because it's going to educate us uh, on on the sort of stories that go along with the wines, right?
1: Oh, it's 100%. We're a storytelling business that's also backed up by some particularly articulate fine wines. And I guess, you know, our winemaking <laughs> philosophy is that, uh, you know, if you look at the changes that we're all experiencing now from a Uh, global warming point of view and but you know the the world has changed dramatically and and even over indigenous um the history of indigenous australia that the landscape has changed massively so you've got this this unique understanding of how to work with these changes and so if you put a, a crystal ball on let's say um ghana country yeah um, you know, in our view, and I'm not saying we're right in this in this space, but in our view, if you look at the way that Ghana country and that particular wine comes from Bluett Springs. Now, what is that country going to look like in 50, 100, 150, 200 years? Yeah. So what's the key varietal to showcase that particular Munda? Um, so our, our wines are all about going to different countries, Indigenous countries, and really working with uh, people from country in terms of what is the right varietal to showcase and talk about that Munda and then, you know, um, moving into the, into the, the future, what's the the one that's going to stand up in that country?
0: Yeah. And you know, just to throw a curly one, like uh, out early. So we know that grapevine, the species is Vitis vinifera. It's a European species and there was no native grapevine in Australia per se, but, you know, you were telling me there were some fermented beverages that were made for certain, under certain circumstances, right?
1: Um, yep. yep. Yeah, and there's, there's an amazing history, um, not just of um, fermentation, but yep. from a farming, from fishing, yes. from baking, you know, all these amazing stories that really, you know, haven't been told to the to the full extent. If you look at fermentation, when European um, colonisation came to Australia, you know, they, they sent back messages to mother country um, that there there was this was a dry country yeah. there was no alcohol here in Australia and that's simply just that's just not true right so you know you look at stories um, down in Tasmania from the cider gums you look at the the fermentation almost like a maple syrup um, product where the t- the trees were tapped the the syrup was um, uh, contained and then naturally fermented to what we believe to sort of three percent and then used for ceremonial purposes right. so, there's been trade up in the north of Australia with Indonesia, with um, Iraq, you know, the, the very, very high octane um, material there. And yeah. you look at other examples over in the West, when wattle was coming into uh, season, wattle was collected and fermented and used for ceremonial purposes. Right. So there's all these amazing stories that sit beneath, um, you know, the brand. And that's what the Munda is here to do is to, to help tell these stories and, yeah, ultimately just start the conversation yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so tell us a bit about the Grenache so you've got a couple of varietals there and um I mean Blewett Springs uh you know produces some of the most incredible Grenache that you can possibly find but it seems like the Blewett Springs uh is actually where you're producing your Syrah That's correct. Where, where so where are the Grenache grapes coming from yeah so quite interesting if you look at the label as well um mm. so it, it's Barossa Valley but it's Vinevale but it's Yes. Um, so, Vinevale, um, for, for, for listeners who aren't quite sure, the sub regions, Vinevale is out on the eastern flank of the Barossa Valley. It's actually the highest, um, one of the highest areas in the in the valley as well. Yeah. It's about 340 meters above sea level. But why Vinevale for Grenache for us? And once again, I'm just saying it's it's our preference. It's yeah. because Vinevale has these beautiful sandy soils. And yes. so, for, for Grenache, to get you know, the, the Grenache styling that we want, which is it's pretty and it's floral and it's raspberry and it's spice and mm. it's rose petals, you know, it's, it's t- enticing on the mm. nose. And then it has those nice grippy tannins. Vinevale for us was the, the, the right uh, home for, the, for that <laughs> fruit source. And very interesting also on the label, because even though it's Barossa Valley GI, so obviously from a GI point of view, we draw very direct lines around, you know, that's Barossa, that's Barossa Valley, that's Eden Valley, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes, so th- yes. this is this is that uh, European lens that we put on it. But we reference two countries there, being Naradjuri and Paramount Country, yeah. because yes. Indigenous Indigenous country is all about flow and it's about movement with nature. And so we mm-hmm. want to reflect that there are sometimes no pure linear borders to these countries. Yeah. There is movement. Yeah, a bit of fluidity. So applying it exactly right, yeah. mate. So you're just applying a different a different lens on it as well. Yeah. And yeah, so, no, absolutely.
0: Can you just give us, so, because uh, my pronunciation, not, not great, and I think it's one of the things that I need to work on. <laughs> so we've got Ghana country, which is where Blewett Springs comes from in McLaren Vale. Can you give us that Barossa, right. that Vine Vale pronunciation again?
1: So Narudjuri and paramonk narajari
0: and paramonk yeah which is yes. fabulous and you know i just find this whole jill i don't know about you i find this whole thing super fascinating and also yeah. really enlightening and also a little bit empowering as well which i think which is Damien, i think what you're alluding to is just starting that conversation you know oh. um and before we talk about the chardonnay as well i, I just want to go on the record, are saying, I've tasted these wines. And apart from anything, they're, they're all he really fabulous. Yeah, I
1: can't wait to taste them now.
0: <laughs> yeah, really good gear. Really super good gear. Well so done. let's just talk a little bit about the chardonnay, and then we'll talk about the labels, and then I want to talk more sure. specifically about the wine. So where's the Chardonnay from? Sure.
1: So Chardonnay is an altitude Chardonnay. So it's Wolgaloo country, which is Tumbarumba. And Tumbarumba, depending on which definition you use, Tumbarumba also means thunderclapping. Right. So um so the, the, once again, yeah. these amazing stories yeah. that we get to talk about and just start sharing these stories. So yeah, Tumbarumba or Wolgaloo Country. Um mm. and we and we had to go to great lengths to actually confirm that it was Wolgaloo and yeah. um one because of genocide and also being an altitude, there was a lot of movement through that area. So a lot of history had been lost. Mm. So we had to work with the New South Wales Indigenous Land Council and work with some elders on country there to actually define that it was uh Walgaloo country. So as an altitude Chardonnay, so it, everything that we want to reflect is is about Munda. So country in that particular oil type. And I'm We're just I'm- losing you a little bit. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah we got you we got you yeah. back. Yep. Yep. Got, you, got got me back. It's a bit a bit of a Here in so the internet might be cutting in and out a bit yeah Um, it's okay but see the the Walgalu um, uh, it's it's altitude of about 730 odd uh, meters above sea level and it's basalt and granite soil so you get that beautiful you know minerality coming through and then it's 25% new French um, and then that that French oak is really aimed just to be that sort of that mid to back palate sort of framework to, to yeah. really showcase that beautiful soil type yeah. and that um, line and length and citrus piss and drive and clean acidity mm-hmm. whilst having mm-hmm. like a that that nice generous mouthfeel without being over the top of oak yeah. definition. It's, it's what Chumbo Run is quite famous for with their shards, right? It's just that it sounds it's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And I was lucky enough in a previous uh, life to be working with uh, Ed Carr, who, you know, 20 oh, years ago, sourcing. That, yes. Yeah. And he'd been sourcing <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of base fruit um, from Tumbarumba for, for base wines, for Hardys, for their sparkling wines. And that's when I was, it just went on my radar straight away. I love the, the Chardonnay definition from, from Walgalu or Tumbarumba.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our listeners, we've got Damien Smith from Munda Wines on the line. You're listening to The Wine Show Australia. Now, of course, uh, at Uncle Dan's, we sell the wines. But what I urge all of the listeners and, Jill, yourself, go to the Munda Wines website, go to the wines, click on the bottle, open in a new tab, and just go up close and have a look because, Damien, the the labels are very, very detailed, aren't they?
1: There's a lot of story behind the labels, and Paulie and I worked um, extremely hard on how we wanted to portray the brand Um, And also the layers of definition that sits behind um, the story and and letting the label, you know, we want people to to put this on a table over dinner time and pick it up and it's tactile as well. Paulie's artwork actually features um, on the label. So it's a heavily embossed label and you'll see Paulie's artwork feature heavily behind that. Um, The reference also, you can see a link to the indigenous flag without being overtly obvious. So we did want to reference, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that particular um, identity as well. But then the the key part of it as well is the circle. So the circle in the middle is all about connection and, and for indigenous culture. And this is where we all, if we think about how we communicate best with people, you might be around a campfire and and it's, 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 it's a circle and it's connection and stories are told. And this is how stories are passed on. And this is how we get better connections. So the, the circle is a, are such an important part of the label and, and about the story delivery of the brand. And then the colors of the label define the country that they come from. So if we look at ex- example, the Ghana country, Syrah, Ghana country, which sits on the Gulf St. Vincent. So you've got the beautiful rich blues of the Gulf St. Vincent. And then those sort of sea green, sort of seagrass colors coming through because being a Gulf, the, the beautiful resources that sit from a fishing point of view. Um, the King George Whiting, for example, you yeah. know, off our shores. The, mm-hmm. the, the Grenache, the brown denotes those beautiful soils from Vinevale, all those old river soils that have been washed down. Um, and then the ochre color and Paulie and I, Paulie was back at press check four times signing off on that particular ochre color oh, wow. just to make sure it was spot on. But Authentic, then, yeah. As you move up into Eden Valley, there's these beautiful, uh, rich um, granite and ochre colors that come through on the hillside there. So that's representative country. Wow. And then from the Chardonnay point of view, being um, an altitude Chardonnay, those rich, almost Blue Mountain-esque sort of, those crisp greens that you get in the morning of the eucalyptus. And then as the colors mm. change, as the warmth uh, heats up the oils um, during the course of the day and then the soil profile is the the color on the bottom of the label so as we develop um, some new wines from new countries you'll see very um, clear stories coming through in a similar vein from Munda.
0: Fantastic and um, can you tell us a little bit about some of those new wines or are they a little bit a bit hush-hush at this stage?
1: No 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 we 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 drip feed a few in there but uh, we're looking at white diamond we've 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 gone to Tasmania to do a sparkling so obviously yes. that would be full method Makes traditional sense. yeah yep. um, what's interesting about Tasmania is it gives us some flexibility because uh, uh, Tasmania is actually made up of 15 different countries right so if because the yeah. the, the the fruit sourcing for the the sparkling which is Tamar Valley, mm-hmm. it gives us the flexibility if we want to do another Chardonnay or Pinot, let's say we can go to Coal River or wherever it may be sure. and go to a different different source. So yeah, so full method traditional. So um, watch this space for that one. Um, nice. There's a Pinot coming out from the Upper Yarra Valley, yeah, uh, nice. and another another Syrah coming in um, from uh, from uh, the, the Grampians. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of the very different uh, sort style fruit sauce as well, being that beautiful granite country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're working on a um, very small production, Cabernet Cabernet Franc with Becker's from their Clarendon vineyard, right. which is another interesting story because even though it's technically McLarenvale GI, uh, being uh, Clarendon in McLarenvale it's actually uh paramount country so the tree people right. so a very different lens on how we look at things according yeah. to gi versus country yeah it's so that's just a, a, a couple of yeah uh, yeah sneak peek lines. nice Super exciting Damien, um, i've got a question for you so i'm actually uh i am actually based in the gold coast uh, up in queensland and um I'm assuming you know the country up here really quite well. I don't know if you've had many uh Quisam wines, but you just mentioned, you know, the granite soils. The granite belt produces beautiful wines and our South yes. Burnett wine region, et cetera. So um would you you know to have any interest in maybe uh, producing something from this part of Australia? I'm never gonna say no. <laughs> Good. I guess is the answer. Um We're <laughs> we're 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 coming from ground zero. We're we're sort of sure. gently out so uh never say never yeah yeah
0: Yeah. now when you came into the store damien you asked what i would describe as not an uncomfortable question but on the way through and you sort of referenced this before with the wolgaloo wine from tumbarumba um the question that you asked was what was the worst massacre that ever happened in australia and of course we all think of tasmania is that is that a story you'd want to talk about this morning or am i going too far with that
1: No, no, no. I think, you know, Paulie speaks about this very openly. Um, And I think if you were to ask, you know, most Australians, yeah, what is the worst massacre? I think, you know, probably 95% of people would probably reference Port Arthur. Yeah. Um, But if we actually delve a lot deeper into um, the the true history of Australia, you know, there's, there's been some, you know, and I reference a massacre on Paulie's country on Wurungu country uh, down at Elliston, right. um, where actually a surf spot that I've surfed a lot called um, Black, and that's exactly where this massacre uh, occurred. Right. So you know, we're we're here to you know have these honest conversations. We're we're not shying away from mm-hmm. them because because you need to understand your history to move forward, and that's a big part of that conversation.
0: Uh, well look it was um, it's certainly something that we all need to be better at I think uh, and uh, you know I think the stories that you're telling are, are absolutely fantastic and um, you know as I said I can't I just can't wait to try more of these wines I think they're they're really great and Jill you'll be hopefully you'll be able to get them up in Queensland I don't know oh
1: well, yeah, they're, they're certainly available up there. We're, we've been oh, very right. fortunate that um, Negotiants uh, Australia represents us nationally. Yeah. Right. So, um, and that's another great story in itself that uh, um, Paulie was speaking in um, about, a, about a year ago, actually, at the Great Wine Capitals event here in Adelaide. Yep. And um, in that cr- crowd was Nick Waterman from Yalumba slash Samuel Smith and mm-hmm. Son slash Negotiants. Right. He just said, guys, we need, we need to have a chat. Um, so to have a distributor of that, uh, ilk come to us and, and, and want to distribute Munda because one, the quality of the wines, but also the quality of the story, yeah. you mm. know, I think it just sort of, you know, says a lot about, I guess the environment that we're moving into is as, as well, which is very, very encouraging. Yep. And
0: and we yep. do have a great Indigenous producer of uh, Spirits, which is Seven Siege, which is Daniel Motlob. Um, yep. And so yep. is is Munda Wines the first, you know, totally Indigenous project or First Nations project to come from uh, Australia?
1: No, no, no. There's been a couple of others. So yep. uh, there was a, a winery 20 years ago, um, and I... You know, I, my understanding is that um, you know it, it, it was around for a short period of time, and and perhaps that was indicative of where the environment was yep. back then. Sure. And I, I just think we're in a very very different place now, and that mm-hmm. I think is a massive um, encouragement for for Munda, um, you know, to, to 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 drive the story and um, and take it also into export markets. You know, we've already secured distribution. Into North America, that's going to be our key focus, um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll branch out from there.
0: Fantastic! Cool. And just we've got about a minute left, a minute and a half. Just tell us a little bit about Paulie Vandenberg then as well.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, my bro. Uh, he's 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 uh, been sort of probably wears about fifteen different hats. he's, yeah. he's been just a a, a powerful um, yet humble. Um, uh, beacon for, I mean, one for me to learn from. Yep. And for what he has contributed to community, he, his core role is with the AFL, so working in the Indigenous and multicultural space there. Yep. Um, and I think just what I love about him is that he just says, I, I'm just here to start the conversation. You know, yep. that's what I want. You know, I, we have this incredibly rich history many times it's stereotyped and not portrayed the right way and let's just dig a bit deeper so we can uncover these beautiful stories about you know what we're living with here in australia you know with the world's oldest living culture mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. what a what a great medium to use and that is oh, yeah. wine fabulous
1: yeah storytelling yeah. through wine i love it yeah I that's think my that's my life special. so the, right, the story
0: yeah. F- <laughs> felt yeah it felt really important to, uh to start, uh, start that conversation. So I can't thank you enough, Damien Smith from Munda Wines, for coming on to the Wine Thanks, Show Australia. Rich, thank you. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> awesome stuff. Le- legend. Yeah, good on Thanks, you, mate. Guys. Nah, it was a pleasure, Cheers. absolute pleasure.